definitely human. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. guys welcome to back to earth a podcast about roots i'm charlie may this is episode 29 and it's finally autumn the nights are drawing in it's getting very cold it's getting very spooky and i'm on my way to unearth something that has long been buried so mum and i have just arrived in the field to watch the potato harvest it's finally time we're just watching two tractors crawling up the rows and they've got like a trailer on the back and all the potatoes are sort of being lifted up into it, aren't they? Yes, they're going up over a conveyor belt and then they're going up a chute into a tractor and trailer that's driving beside it, um, collecting all the potatoes. So it's quite interesting. They're just scooping them all up. It's fascinating, actually. And they're so clean, there's no mud coming with them at all. I always wonder how they manage to do it without bruising the potatoes because having to lift it up and slot them in the back, there's almost a little but if you look, paddle. It's all very, very soft rubber. It's not metal. It's not going to bruise them at all. We're just walking behind the back of them now. They've got to go in such unison, don't they? Yeah. Similar to the barley harvest with the combine harvester, I suppose, the trailer sort of following along in the back. But these two, they've just got to slowly chug up and down the field. There's a red tractor to the left and then a green one to the right. Um, and it almost looks like a sort of caterpillar, doesn't it? The way that the paddles are feeding the potatoes in yes. gently with yeah. little hairs. <laughs> they have to do it today. It's a lovely day, isn't it? It's quite cloudy and like patchy sunshine, but tomorrow it's going to be absolutely torrential. So they're working against mm -hmm. the clock to lift them out before they get sodden. So at the moment, this is perfect. The soil conditions are perfect. They won't take any out on their wheels because it's not wet enough to stick the soil is so powdery and it's completely dry it's perfect isn't it for yeah. lifting and there's quite a few potatoes scattered on the ground which i think will be in here later um sort of pick yeah picking up a few ready for 
winter. <laughs> As we said before, we didn't plant um, any potatoes in our veg garden. No, 40 acres is enough. And actually, we did dig some of these the other day and they were not very good for mashing, were they? These are more roasting. Mum, that's a secret. They're not supposed to know I came in here and stole some potatoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we came. No, I, um, yeah, I came Half and... a dozen potatoes yes. to see how they cook up. You said they were good all-rounders, but yeah, oh, I did try them with mash. Oh, that's the ones down in the other field. That... We've got so many different breeds. Okay, we're going to get out the way. <laughs> they probably got to reverse down to do it a bit closest to the maze. Right. They'll do that right Oh, there. yeah, okay. Can you see that? The yeah. big wheel and it's on the floor. Because as we mentioned when we saw them being planted, all the potatoes are in rows of ridges, aren't they? Yes. And so now I guess they're flattening the ridges and everything in the ridge is being scooped yes. up. It doesn't grow lower into the ground than the bottom of the ridge. So wherever the, the ridge is, you know, the, the base of the ridge, that's only how far down they've got to dig. Okay. They don't go down to Australia. <laughs> so the variety of potato that they're lifting is called sagita which we've never heard of before, have we? No. I just looked it up and it says it is good for chipping or roasting, which would make sense as to why it didn't make a good mash. Um, and all these potatoes are going to all the local fish and chip shops, don't they? Yep. Aren't they? Yep. <laughs> and apparently they don't discolour when they're cooking, so they stay a nice golden yellow. Um, golden skin with a fluffy texture due to its high dry matter content. I don't know what that means, but when I tried to mash it, it did stay a bit... Yes. What's the grainy. word? Yeah, grainy, exactly. Yes. It was a grainy mash. Yes. Maris Pipers are the ones for mash. Are they? Mm. I always think Maris Pipers are a good all-rounder. That's they what are. I would tend to buy in the supermarket. Yeah, that's why they're the most expensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I think we should come out here tomorrow then, after they've finished doing the field. We can see what they've left on the ground. I can see the rows they've already gone up and down. There's quite a few potatoes scattered, mm. so we can start to collect them, and no doubt we'll be eating them all through the winter for our Sunday roasts. Woohoo, yes. <laughs> So, Mum and I have just arrived back to the scene of the not yet crime of our um, potato recording yesterday. And they finished pulling all the potatoes from the field. But what's left is potatoes strewn all across the field, haven't they? They're scattered everywhere. Yep. Lots and lots of them. What's the plan? I've got my gloves. We're going to go out and pick up as many as we can. <laughs> and that'll keep us going through the winter. Ready for all our roast Sunday lunches every Sunday? Absolutely. I, these people, they, they don't care that we do that because they've taken all they want. And what's left will just get ploughed in. They are huge potatoes. They're bigger than my hand. If I splay my hand out, there are some that are sort of that big. It's absolutely amazing. Perfect. I suppose that's what you want. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Let's get some potatoes. Oh, I'll put on my gloves. Oh, it's very windy. <laughs> it was a bit of a, oh, it's a bit of a storm situation um, at the moment. It was very wet last night, as we mentioned. It was oh, some guy on his quad bike, Mister Cool. Right, so let's get picker-uppering. <laughs> I'm not very good with a microphone in one hand. I can only pick up one to two max.
Right, let's get in out of the... <sighs> so we filled the back of the gator with potatoes. I feel like I could just keep going all day. It feels like such a shame to leave them, doesn't it? I know, I know. It's a crying shame, but there you go. Nigel is desperate to get in here and plough it, isn't he? He's chomping at the bit, so <laughs> we've sort of snuck in quickly before he comes in and ploughs it all up ready for. What's this field going to be? This is going to be wheat, okay. winter wheat. Yeah, and we've, this is the first field. There's another three more to do. Fun fact about Mum: back when we were <laughs> back when we were teaching her about well the sort of invention of YouTube and things like that, um, we were telling her how you could search any video you wanted, any video from all over the world. You could search it, and we said, "What do you want to look for, Mum? What do you want to look for?" And what did you say? I had no idea what I wanted to look for, so it suddenly in my head popped up potato picking. <laughs> We absolutely died from laughter, potato picking. You have never let me forget it. And now everybody else will know your shame as well. <laughs> no, I absolutely love it. It's so sweet, so innocent. Potato picking, what would that look like? I want to see people picking potatoes from all over the world. <laughs> You're rotten. <laughs> yeah, I am. All right, let's get out of here. Oh, I love autumn so much. I love that now it's getting a bit colder. I can wear more layers. I'm getting out all my jumpers again that I haven't touched over the summer. It really is my favorite season. The weather is so beautiful. It's very wet and windy and rainy, which I really love because it just makes Devon look so moody and grand. All the grass is looking a really fluorescent green at the moment. It's all looking so lush. So yes, it's time to say goodbye to summer. It's been so lovely. Our first kind of summer in Devon, it's been wonderful. But on the very last weekend of summer, we did something a little bit out of the ordinary and we went to go and see a music festival on the road festival, which happens in our local town. We got invited by the creators of that festival. And this is how it went. Bloop, 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 bloop. That's the sound of the transition, by the way. So we are just arriving at On The Road Music Festival. The person running it reached out to me on Instagram and said she was really enjoying the podcast and sent me tickets to come to the festival. I think it's interesting because it's showcasing how farmers can diversify and use their land for tourism. It's on Saunton Road. It's right near the beach. We're just walking through the field at the moment. It's got loads of parking and I have no idea what to expect. It says live music and food stalls, which I'm looking forward to because I'm very hungry. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here with David. You excited to go to a music festival? Famous festival lover, David. I mean, the same. I'm not really a festival goer myself. But it looks like a nice family run affair and it should be a good time. Should we go and check it out? Let's go. So we are at the On The Road Festival and we've just gone around and first of all got lunch because I was very hungry. We got a delicious veggie burrito and watched some live music. It was so lovely. It's very hot. It is very hot. I can't believe it's been sort of grey all week and then today the sun is shining, it's beautiful, sort of 25 degrees. It feels very, very hot but you are wearing a full long sleeve shirt. I don't know why you do this to yourself. It's fashion darling <laughs> look it up <laughs> uh, oh, this is... not, I've got my arms out 
He's got his sleeves rolled up. <laughs> I've got my arms out. Um, there's loads of local sort of tents. There's um, sort of accessories, clothing, as you'd expect for a festival. There's loads of different food stands to choose from. Uh, Caribbean, Sri Lankan, Mexican, obviously. <laughs> Lots of kids having the time of their lives running around. It's very much like a family-friendly festival. There's a lot of stuff for kids here, which yes. is good. You don't usually see that sort of thing. There's a kids' rock tent behind us that were blasting out uh, Little Mermaid, which we stand. There, there was a girl that had a bicycle, and on the end of the bicycle was a grand piano, which she was playing. Yeah, she could cycle, cycle the piano around and play a tune. And she was singing the Little Mermaid and playing the piano. And she looked about 12, I don't know. <laughs> No, she was older than that, but yeah, she did look quite young. But no, it was amazing. Lots of Devonshire talent, I think, to see. And it's definitely a festival for locals, with locals, um, sort of supporting the local community. Um, And it's just amazing to see so many families turning out and having a good time, including us. Do you feel like an absolute fraud being here? Yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was so kind of Mimi and Andy to uh, invite us to this festival. I've absolutely loved coming here and seeing, you know, ways in which local farmers are diversifying their land for other uses, such as tourism, for local tourism. Um, I think it's amazing to see. So in terms of other things for kids, there's a little skateboarding ramp. You can learn how to skateboard. Um, It's pretty cool. that's just for kids yeah ah, damn damn <laughs> but we watched a few different bands play on the stage there was some quite mellow music there was some jazzy stuff there was some more kind of prod rock the field is long enough where there's bands on one end and bands on the other we just met one of the event organizers andy in the beer tent uh, sort of manning the beer stand um was kind enough to buy us a drink but yeah i think we're going to take him aside now and sort of get to hear from the horse's mouth what this festival's all about yeah he looked like he had a lot of work on his plate there was a lot going on and a lot of things that he had to uh, manage so we're gonna pull him away from all that and force him to devote his time to us and our very important podcast show. <laughs> Carry that around everywhere, do you know? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man. Everything's a potential content. We used to just content. do fiction stuff, which was oh, much easier, okay. and now it's all life, yeah. which is so much harder. Yeah. It's me roaming around with a microphone and then saying to David, here's the recordings, and he's got to try and figure out how to put it together wow. into an episode. So. Well, they sound fantastic. I, honestly, I'm, I'm just saying that. The way you put it all together is just magic. You know, so. Well done. I can't congratulate you <laughs> enough, and thank you. you know. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Stick this in your face. Thank you so much for inviting us to On The Road Festival. No worries. Can you tell me more about sort of the history behind it? It's been going since 2017? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it would all started really with um, myself, uh, Amy Newton and Cy Murphy and my wife, Mimi McCauley. And it was for a 40th birthday party, really. And it was a bit of a shout out to a good friend of mine, Dave Hartnell, who owns the farm. And uh, we were looking for a field to kind of like just have a bit of a party in. And we managed to get an event, uh, a temporary event license, managed to invite a few hundred people over. And it kind of was born from that, really. Just seeing how successful that was with regards to people coming along and just enjoying you know being part of a nice local area local scene lots of local musicians and it grew from there so we luckily amy is in the music industry anyway and she works for sort Road studios and they own that and she's had a lot of kind of dealings with um other artists and there's a band called reef who she's quite friendly with so we managed to get them down and they kind of play for us and they're quite a big band they're quite well known so that was great so it, was, it just kind of has grown from there really and we're so happy that we can come back again and give it another go really so it's a festival sort of for locals after the season sort of coming to an end just before the schools go back 
after the bank holiday. Absolutely, yeah. Me and Mimi are both teachers, so oh, no we we we, uh, we we kind of like um, it's a bit of a weird one because we were like so happy to do something at the end of the season, but by Monday we were absolutely <laughs> worn out by the whole walking around. And I think yes, I've done about forty thousand steps just wandering around the field. Oh, so by Monday, Tuesday, when we've got to start meeting sort of like kids again, it's uh, it's great. It is what it is, but it's. Um, Did you fantastic. see any of your pupils here? Yeah, a few. I mean, like Mimi does definitely. She, she teaches in the local primary school. The children I work with uh, sort of like post sixteen, um, so they don't really come. And so we're we're not really that festival, but we, you know, a lot of young families, a lot of young children, which is great. You know, it sort of makes a really nice vibe. Yes, yeah, fantastic. You've got face painting, the kids tent. You've got lots of foodie things, and we just saw some people cycling to make their own smoothie to power the blender. It's really cool. A lot of these people come every year. You know, the feedback for us is that it's great. They they bookend their festival season with us as well. You know, and it's a bit of a wind down for them, and uh, it's great. It's just a lovely vibe, and we're really chuffed with it at the moment. And how does Dave Hartnell feel about converting his farm for the time being for this festival? Is it sort of finding a way to diversify? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met. He's such a generous guy. I mean, he sits on kind of like the uh, PTA of the schools. He really wants to get involved in the community. And 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 as a friend, he was more than willing to kind of like give us the land and say, look. Uh, you do what you want what you want and i think the second year or the first year he walked around with uh, the next michael evers t-shirt on on him so his sights are much bigger than ours <laughs> which is fine no and but he's he's just fantastic he, he couldn't be more generous with regards to the land and what he wants us to do i mean it's, it's a working farm and obviously he wants to diversify he wants to see people enjoy you know what, what he's got i mean you know he, he kind of like knows a lot of people anyway because he does all the markets and stuff like that so he, it's great for him too you know he likes parading around and he, he likes he likes kind of like knowing that you know he, he is hopefully the Braunton Michael Evis of the future. <laughs> You're so close to Staunton Beach here and everything. It's like the main road out to the beaches and stuff. So you can't help but drive by and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and and for us, you know, hence the name of the festival really, on the road. You know, and, and then for, for us that was it really. It was a lovely, just far enough out of the village that people could still walk to it. We want to really encourage people cycling. You know, and there's all talks about trying to get a cycle a pathway link to the beach from Braunton, and we're really, really on board with that we think that's a fantastic idea you know we all know during the kind of summer times the busy times the traffic's really really heavy in Braunton so if we can kind of like alleviate that with things like this you know I hope that kind of helps a little bit you know yeah. towards that that yeah, would definitely. be amazing because yeah you've got the Tarka trail but it doesn't go any no. further does it than Braunton so <laughs> it just kind of disappears a little bit you know <laughs> ends at the Tesco <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah so if we could kind of do that and that'd be a massive great thing for us to link in so hopefully in the future we'll get, we'll get to that stage so how many tickets are sold this weekend how many people are attending the festival cool so we've got about one and a half thousand uh, sort of over the weekend yeah which is great I mean for us we want to kind of maintain a really local feel and I think you know it's great to have people coming in and we've got a lot of artists that travel in and come from London different places with regards to playing and we want people to kind of come in to our area because we're so proud of living down here and kind of like want to come down here and play we don't get enough of outsiders with regards to artists coming down and seeing what our local produce artists can do you know i mean we've got such a wealth of talent down here and it's nice to kind of give them a stage to play and other other people to see it so we want to maintain that balance and make sure that people kind of know that they can come here feel safe see their friends and, and kind of just really enjoy themselves really and you've got an amazing array we had a burrito amazing array of food trucks from all different places are they all local food trucks or are they all around yeah, yeah no absolutely yeah and, and uh, all, all of them are local you usually find them outside tesco's or down at croyd and yeah which is fantastic 
fantastic you know that's so something we've learned from london coming down you've really got to know where which car park to go Absolutely. to to get this and that yeah, that's very different. yeah you have to drive around a bit oh yeah a bit of a oh there they are yeah so sort of catch them and if you're not kind of on any social media it's a bit of a guesswork really because they do obviously post it but then it's sort of like yeah you end up driving around but that's cool because you end up discovering something else you know yeah. down at Woolacombe, barricade beach they do a really good curry and yeah. it's all sorts of stuff you know and that and i love that and that's amazing you know so yeah we can invite people in to do that here as well and it's, it's great you know yeah. it's fantastic so obviously you couldn't do it last year because of covid so this year really feels like sort of dancing away the last year and just sort of i don't know feeling ecstatic about the weather oh my yeah. goodness <laughs> I, I, honestly I, I i always make the same mistake every single year of doing a kind of like 14 day prediction on the run i look at my phone and i'm like oh no it's looking rubbish and scare myself silly but we've been absolutely blessed with every year really great weather i mean it's really really hot today you know but um you know hopefully people can find enough shade and kind of like yeah and all that sort of stuff but yeah, it's great we should probably find some city guys. yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah I'm, I'm soaking wet standing it's amazing the entire, the entire interview you've been looking like your eyes darting nervously towards me like, i think that man like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all man no it's lovely no it's great goodbye summer goodbye sun soon we'll forget what being warm even feels like in the meantime you can follow us on instagram at back to earth podcast on twitter at back to earth pod and on tiktok at back to earth charlie music is by john day artwork is by eric chow and this episode was edited by david knight thank you guys and thank you for listening and if you're supporting us on patreon stay tuned for our after show series hashtag farm life this week we're talking about autumn this episode was sponsored by autumn Find out more at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.